coaching is not about expertise in a function or in an industry, not at all. It's about the quality of self-mastery and sound mastery of the dynamics that influence the quality of human relationships at different levels. And this this is where I offer reliable service to my clients across uh, industries and functions. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Albana Vrioni of Generative Intelligent Coaching. Albana, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for hosting me, Gresh. I am pleased and honored to be with you and your audience. Yes, absolutely. The pleasure is all ours. And I love all the awesome things that you're doing. And and before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Abana so you can hear about some of the awesome things that she's working on. And Abana is a senior business manager and change leader, executive and business coach, author, speaker, and trainer specializing in business transformation, strategic business innovation, and organizational development. Abana coaches and advises business leaders worldwide on generative leadership and business innovation, supporting them, re- imagining the future and see beyond what's obvious and develop visionary thinking of infinite possibilities, shifting to a new state of mind and energy. She has over 20 years of experience in architecting and delivering business transformation for international businesses, European institutions, and agencies. And Albana has served on various business functions like IT, BPM, and automation, managed security services, HR and organizational development, supply chain management, business development, and new product development. She believes that business leaders hold the potential of changing the game of their business and the story of their lives, and she has made it her mission to support them to thrive in shaping the future. Albana, super excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Thank you so much. Well, I'm very excited about the conversation. Yes, absolutely. I am too. And I love everything you're doing. I'm like super charged up by just, you know, hearing and reading your bio and hearing about all the awesome things. So I guess before we jumped into what you do, I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah. Well, that's the interesting reflection that I had on that, on that question. And um, you see, my entire career is an exciting pursuit Sparked by the opportunity to work with key leaders during the systemic changes in the early 90s in, in Europe. You know, it was a period of the collapse of the Eastern Bloc and emergence of new democracies. And, you know, since then, enabling the success of undertakings that connect, that aspire, inspire and create generative growth, that has been my passion. It's been my, my journey and, and my life's work. Uh, I grew up as a kid encouraged to be curious and to question the status quo and to look for better alternatives. And this is what I still do today, you know. I accompany my clients in being game changers and thriving in disruption and, and creating uh, prosperity. So as you, as you introduced me, it's true that over these uh, 25 years of professional experience, I've delivered more than 
35 critical projects ranging from 50K to 50 million euros. I've developed as a business transformation leader and strategic strategies, uh, partnering with leaders and teams who want to excel in business transformation and achieve their next level of success. And in all that, I have had uh, experiences of bad failures, as well as those um, experiences of projects that have been outstanding and had growth like 300% yearly. And um, you see, with all that background, what brought me into creating my own business? And actually, since early in my career, I showed big interest on conscious leadership practices. I lost my brother in the big social unrest created in Albania in 97 uh, from irresponsible leadership and governance. And so I had a firsthand experience on the desperate need for uh, a leadership model that was driven by the long term, by thinking sustainability and interconnectedness. Uh, so thinking systemic impact. And so that was the first drive of um, searching for something that went beyond of what I did within the organizations that I was employed. And I did have great opportunities as an employer. And what we see is that people do not quit their companies, they, they quit their bosses. And although this was clearly my case in my last employment, underlining this was a conflict, a conflict between what I wanted to realize and how I perceived it was possible within the boundaries of my organization and my role. So there was there a clear misfit that I was feeling. And I felt that what I wanted to bring to the world required working from an independent role. So that is what triggered me to say, hey, it's time for me uh, to move on and be uh, my own CEO. <laughs> um, and that was a, a moment of deep reflection for me, exploring a world of knowledge and wisdom that was not yet in the repertoire of the employers, of my employers at that time. So I learned to add love and soul to what intrigued me intellectually and still have a viable business. And deep down, I knew that working out of love would pay off. Also, through experience that I had within my organizations, I had well understood that from those experiences, um, business leaders need to constantly develop capacities that keep them uh, on course, that keep them on the top of their game. Yes, upgrading their technical and strategic skills, but beyond that, and mainly uh, developing their capacity for mindset shift, for envisaging the future and the roadmap for getting there, for committing oneself and engaging others into realizing uh, that future, developing a capacity for influencing real state beyond authority and creating strategic alignment in the large net of stakeholder interests. And that was something that deeply interested me. And I have felt I had it in me 
And I felt I could best deliver that on my own terms, again, being my own CEO. And here I am. Absolutely. So I, I know you touched a little bit upon how you work with and how you serve your clients. Could you take us through a little bit more on what that looks like and how you're making the impact for the clients that you work with? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our activity focuses on, on advising leaders and organizations who want to succeed in what I call in leading transformational change. Leaders and organizations who want to succeed in transforming a persisting or a disruptive challenge, uh, and sometimes in transforming an idea or a dream into an innovative project that transformational change. And this activity can be in context of reorganizations, business performance uh, improvement, or what, what recently so much talks about digital transformation. Knowing that in each of those cases, there is a, a, a need for cultural change at a team and or at a larger level. And um, so we work with, with sales and marketing, with procurement teams, with HR teams and, and with IT teams. And my direct involvement with the clients is done uh, mostly through advising and coaching, uh, but sometimes also engaging hands-on, uh, as I said, side by side to make it happen. Uh, I love putting skin on the game and um, I tend to pursue client work where we grow both sides. It's important for me that the client grows through our work, but it's also important for me to grow through my clients. Coaching is not about expertise in a function or in an industry, not at all. It's about the quality of self-mastery and sound mastery of the dynamics that influence the quality of human relationships at different levels. And this, this is where I offer reliable service to my clients across uh, industries and functions. I don't nice. know if that makes sense. <laughs> that, that makes perfect sense. And so what would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce? And that could be the thing for yourself, the business or a combination, but what do you feel? Is it that conscious leadership that sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, that's that, that that's it. Um, there's, of course, that focus on conscious leadership and, and, and what I also call it generative leadership is being a conscious leader and going on the direction of being innovative and being genuine uh, and, and going towards uh, evolutive uh, solutions. But what is also unique on, on, on what I do is that, um, so that is the focus, that is the focus of what I of my work. And next to it is how I do that. Um, you see, I build that expertise on coaching and mentoring and advisory. And when I work with a client, I don't offer them either advisory or, or, or coaching or mentoring. I go for integrated development, offering to the client whatever the client needs to get to the next level of greatness. And so uh, I guess what, what I stand for is developing and working with a whole leader. And so adoption of generative change, which is um, the, the core of my, of my process, is still in its infancy, and uh, especially in the corporate world. And um, we believe, uh, we, we're two partners in the organizations, and, and we believe to, to be pioneers in bringing generative intelligence and uh, generative leadership or conscious leadership in the service of leaders 
who want to make a difference and and thrive uh, on disruption. One person, one team, one organization at a time. I guess that's a differentiator of mine. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I love reading poems and uh, there are uh, quite quite a, a few selection of poems that um, brighten up my day. But on top of that, um, depending on where I feel the need at a certain moment to um, uh, to resource uh, my my thinking, my creativity, my energy, I would go into uh, different styles of, of, of books. Uh, for example, I remember that um, uh, on tough conversations, especially with clients who are going through, through, through tough times, uh, I found um, the, um, the art of power uh, that gives a whole story of Thomas Jefferson very resourcing. And in other times, talking with um, with clients who were going through um, uh, through difficulties on their, um, uh, let's say, scaling um, the scaling their idea, what helps me and what I call my fifteen minutes um, of um, time with myself every evening. And noting what I am grateful for the day. Nice. I, I love each of those hacks. And so uh, what would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget? So this is a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Uh, I think that in that role, there are two important words coming today uh, together. Um, chief executive and chief energy officer. Uh, you know, it's a role that, that gets together the executive and the energy working with each other in tandem uh, and in harmony. Without that tandem and harmony of executive and the energy of, uh, officer, it, it it's not going to, to work. It's not going to be sustainable. So um, there is one thing that I want to leave with my, my colleagues, with my uh, my peers with my clients put together in whatever what you're doing the element of um, managing and executing your strategy uh, but also of managing and executing and, and, and enriching your energy uh, one cannot take you too long without the other Awesome. And and so is that a little bit on how you would define, you know, being a CEO? Our goal is to hopefully have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Albana, is that what being a CEO means to you? Is that chief um, energy officer to chief executive officer and combining those two things together? Yeah, that, that is part of it. Definitely. Awesome. 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 Albana, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get hold of you about all the awesome things you are working on. I've got a uh, website which um, has got quite some some uh, a wealth of information in there. So generativeintelligence.eu. Uh, I am reachable on LinkedIn. Um, and of course, I'm reachable uh, on uh, via email. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, to make that even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. First, appreciate your time today. Well, it has been a total honor and pleasure to uh, have shared the mic with you, Gresh. And, uh, well, I wish you the best of luck on uh, realizing your mission of uh, bringing and separating and uh, distributing the knowledge to your wonderful audience. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO Podcast, powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.